2022 Australian Reconciliation Barometer has just been released. Undertaken every two years by Reconciliation Australia since 2008, the barometer shows the attitudes and perceptions First Nations people and non-Indigenous Australians hold about each other and about key issues affecting Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Karen Mandin, CEO of Reconciliation Australia, is joining me on NITV Radio to explore the latest findings. Welcome to NITV Radio, Karen Mandin. Thanks, Bertrand. Great to be with you. Now, during a global dramatic decline in public trust, the 2022 Australian Reconciliation Barometer shows mutual trust between First Nations people and other Australians, and the outcome has been steady. We're really pleased just to see that when it comes to the relationship that First Nations Australians have with other Australians and and vice versa, that remains pretty high. So we believe it's really important with uh, 89% of the general population and 93% of Indigenous Australians. Um, And so that's really pleasing to us. And particularly, as you say, uh, in a time where there's lots of uncertainty, uh, there's been a whole thing happening on a global scale, but also when we think back at home and economics and all the rest, um, it's really nice to see that we still believe that that relationship is important. Um, It's been really good to also think about when we talk about what makes a good relationship, um, underpinning that, it has to be about trust. And so really interestingly to delve into that a little bit and say when it comes to the trust that each group has for each other, uh, 63% of us, whether you're Indigenous or non-Indigenous, without even having any interaction, we still have trust at that level. Um, But what was really exciting to see for the first time is that when we actually know somebody from the other cohort, um, our trust levels for that group, for the other group, improve. So from 63 to 86 uh, when it comes to non-Indigenous Australians and 63 to 79. So that's really heartening in terms of having some solid foundations of our relationship is important. And also we've got some reasonable um, foundations of trust in which we can build. And we know how to build that, which is about about creating knowledge, awareness and connections between us. Now, looking at the data, it appears that uh, there has been a slight decline in the belief that uh, it is important to establish a representative uh, First Nations body a decline at least compared to the last barometer, but the percentage of people in favour of a representative body is still very high. Absolutely. So we're really pleased that when it comes to the key objectives of the Uluru Statement from the Heart, we still see high support uh, when it comes to the voice. So um, being important for for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Island people, A, to have a say in the matters that affect us, so at 93%. Uh, when it comes to the idea of a national representative Indigenous body, 80% of the general population, 86% in the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander populations who believe that to be true. And then when it comes to protecting that body um, in our constitution, uh, again, we see 79% for the general community and 87% um, for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. So um, there's been a little bit of bumping since the last survey in 2020, but those figures still remain high. Yeah, 80% is still very high. Uh, so is actually uh, the growing support for treaty between First Nations and other Australians. We've certainly been really pleased. And in fact, since um, 2018, uh, we've seen that um, a support 
grow from 47% up to 72% in the general community uh, in this last survey. And I think that's probably down to a couple of factors. Um, There are more conversations that are being had uh, in the general community, in public and on media around treaty. Of course, we've got processes underway uh, in Victoria uh, and, again, um, some really tangible things coming out of that. We've got processes in Queensland uh, and other states and territories also starting those conversations. So um, it kind of says to us that when people understand what these things mean, what does treaty look like, how might we go about it, and particularly that we see the sky doesn't fall in, uh, it gives us confidence. And, and again, it just um, strengthens people's support across the board. And when it comes to days when we celebrate togetherness and national cohesion and so on, uh, it appears that there's great support in the community for a national day to celebrate Indigenous Australians, their culture and history. Yeah, so we, again, we've seen um, when it comes to those ideas of national cohesion, things that we um, can collectively uh, not just stand tall as Australians, but also within that identify and support uh, Aboriginal and Torres Strait peoples as the first Australians. Um, it's really nice to see that, you know, there's strong support there for that happening within Anzac Day, um, within um, citizenship ceremonies and welcomes to country. But um, generally high support, again, um, when it comes to having the idea of a special day for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. And on the flip side, the report shows a lag in closing the gap and also the continued prevalence of racism in Australia. Yes, certainly the thing that's most concerned us coming out of this survey, of this barometer, but it's also been increasing over the last couple of surveys, is this experience of racism, particularly for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. So in this latest survey... 60% 60% of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people had experienced some form of racial prejudice in uh, the six months prior to the survey. And that compares with only 25% of the general community. But over the last two surveys, we've also seen that figure on a steady increase, which is a real concern for us. The flip side of that, though, is we're starting to see a reduction of experiences of racism when it comes to what we call um, institutional interaction. So people in shops, Um, interactions with police and real estate agents, we're actually seeing that drop off a little bit and we're hoping that that trend will continue and um, we don't know for sure, but we'd like to think that um, organisations with reconciliation action plans or organisations that um, are active about having anti-racism and discrimination um, policies and processes uh, in their organisations as well as cultural awareness training and cultural competency training is having a positive effect. If we think about why is that reducing but um, the overall experience of racism increasing, we'd have to look at the rise of online experiences of racism and I guess also that more interpersonal, uh, so not so much in the institutional experience but um, just kind of general social um, situations. Yeah. Yeah. How would you explain uh, the steadiness of uh, the trust and uh, all these uh, improvements? I think um, when it comes to trust, and these are new figures for us, so it's our new benchmarks, But again, it's the aspiration. We want a better relationship between First Australians and other Australians, both groups. Um, We see value in us working together um, to work through 
uh, our differences, but really to focus and celebrate on the things that we share, the things that we have in common. So, you know, whether it's that celebration of the Anzac spirit or celebration of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people being the oldest continuing culture in this country, um, there are things that we can build on to build and strengthen uh, who we are, our identity, but also how we go about creating better relationships. Now, Karen Wandin, before we part, would you have a parting word or a take-home message? I think the biggest take-out for us from this barometer is that uh, in a time of upheaval, in a time of uncertainty, we still want to be a better country and we can see that all of our um, key measures, that we're continuing to hold those. But we still have a lot of challenges challenges when it comes to experiences of racism um, and challenges of how we build better opportunities for us to engage, to build trust, to get to know each other so that we can actually work together to build a better nation identity and a place where all Australians, First Nations and other Australians, feel that they can be their best. Karen Mandin, CEO of Reconciliation Australia, thank you very much for exploring the Australian Reconciliation Barometer 2022 with us on NITV Radio today. Thank you, Bertrand. Always a pleasure.